0: with doc it's my pleasure to uh wrap to you again today i hope that you enjoy the show and i appreciate all those who have tuned in recently i see my numbers have went up even on youtube it's not a lot but for me it's a lot it means a lot i appreciate it i wholeheartedly appreciate it now this is a podcast where i talk about sports news politics a little bit uh, What's going on on TV, entertainment, stuff like that. But you won't get Jada and Will here, people. If you tuned in and you thought another Black podcaster is going to talk to you about Jada and Will, you're in the wrong place. I don't do gossip. I don't do rumors. Now, I do like to start off every show with a topic. I think that we should not just be entertained but we should spend a few minutes just thinking about a couple of things that are going on in the world. Not really the world world, but our world inside our hearts, minds, and bodies. And I hope you don't mind that I start up each and every show that way. Your feedback on the topics that I bring up will be highly appreciated. And the ones that I have received are already appreciated. And I thank you very much for your feedback. So today, we're going to come up with a subject, and the subject is real simple. Pain is the one thing that bonds all human beings universally. We all feel pain. I don't care if you're the richest man alive the poorest person who's ever been born in some shape form or fashion you will experience some pain and the fact that we don't have the proper empathy and sympathy for other people's pain thresholds and the pain they go through is the separator but the bond is the pain so let's think about some forms of what separates people Religion separates people. Language barriers separate people. Society or well, culture separates people. The lack of technology in some cultures and society separates people or the freedom to use technology. Politics definitely separate people. Access to things separate people. That means medicals uh, help. That means social services. That means just freedoms and freedoms of expressions. But one thing that we should hope to have is that peace and love and faith can also bond human beings universally, not just our pain. Because I don't care where man is living. I do not care where man is living. As long as it's a society, there will be death there. There will be want there for the most part. There will be needs that might not be met there. So let's have a little bit of empathy for the pain that people feel universally. That might not be your pain. You might be living in a first world country. But does that mean that you should look down on people from a third world country or they have nothing to offer because you're not really familiar with their struggle? No, I don't think that's fair and I don't think that's right. Our job is not to ever look down on other human beings, but to extend our hands and help bring them up if you can. So I'm going to move on with the regular show. I just wanted to put that out there. Pain is that universal thing that bonds us. Death is that universal thing that bonds us. Not paying taxes, not things like that, because you have some societies where there are no taxes. You have some society where people are still living in the backwoods or in forests, and they don't experience what you experience. They don't even know the world that you live in, and you can't understand the world that they live in. But when they get cut, they need attention. You get cut, that cut needs attention. That's the same. That means we're human underneath all this other stuff. The fancy, the unfancy, we're human beings. So this week, we lost Suzanne Summers at the age of 76. A lot of people have not seen Suzanne in years. I don't know how much she works. But she used to be Christy Snow on Three's Company. And she did that role from 77 to 1981. Then she went on to be on another show called Step by Step. She did that show from 1991 to 1998. Uh, You know, in our old days, Suzanne Summers was considered one of the hot women. Uh, Three's Company was hilarious. It was very funny for its time. It dealt with a subject matter that most people at the time had never seen on TV. A man playing a homosexual so that he could live in an apartment on the beach with two young ladies who were good looking in the prime of their life. If you've never seen it, give an episode a chance. I think you might giggle at it at least. One of the Isley brothers passed away, Rudolph Isley. Uh, I believe he was in his upper 80s. uh, The Isley brothers Hall of Fame music group that has left a great library of music, some legendary songs. So I wish both of them rest in peace. As you know, Israel is still at war with Hamas. Now, I am not going to put myself in a jackpot position, by stating what i truly feel inside to any audience where this could be used against me at a further time how i feel about this i've only discussed between me and my wife i do not think that this podcast is the place for it but there is so much misinformation out there that will make you swing from one side to the next and the only thing that I care about is that social media is flooding people with all this misinformation. And so it's hard to sort out fact from fiction. You know, what is true? What is fake? Uh, Is it all horrific? Yes, it's all horrific. Uh, Right now Hamas is under the threat of leaving Gaza. The Palestinians under the threat of leaving Gaza will be obliterated. So, You know what? All I care is that human beings, little kids, old women, old men are being hurt on both sides. And it's not right. It's not fair. And I'm going to leave that alone, because like I said, I'm not going to put myself in a jackpot situation where somebody is going to have something to question me. When I'm not a politician. I am not a basically a humanitarian. I cannot offer aid to either side. I wish this thing would just go away. That much I would state. I wish that everybody could sit down at a table and settle this thing out without massive bloodshed being lost. Any more than it already has been lost. Because, see, here's something I really don't like. Like I said, I don't want to deal with rumors and innuendos and gossip. There's stories out there, and just to go through one of the stories, that Hamas militants are vowing to execute Israeli hostages on the Internet. So you have to be very careful of your children right now with the Internet, where they go because they might see things they don't want to see. i seen something horrific on X slash Twitter a week ago of a young lady being burnt. Now, this burning of this young lady could have happened 10 years ago, in a village that has nothing to do with this, but because of the heading and how people pass and retweet stuff like this, it's taken as gospel. We can barely believe our own eyes with AI right now. So be careful what you believe, how it sways you, what it makes you say publicly at work, at school, and to your friends, because you could be dead wrong. You could have the wall pulled over your eyes, not knowing fact from fiction. So be vigilant and do your due diligence on this subject matter. This is a sensitive matter. So George Santos faces two, I mean, ten new federal charges, including allegations of stealing donors' identities, running of fraudulent credit card charges. This is a congressman who already, you know, he has now had a twenty three count indictment these 10 new counts plus the 20 I mean the 13 counts that he had previously we have an ex-president with a gazillion counts we got a Senate sitting Republican congressman with 23. the Senate could have voted this guy out a long time ago but the hundred percent of the House Republicans blocked that vote. Now, this embarrassment is coming back to face him. This dude can be convicted. I mean, could you imagine you donate because you believe in somebody, you trust somebody who's going to do the right thing, and they steal your identity and run up your credit card bills? Horrific. So if you've heard me over the last couple of weeks, I've been bringing up the Morgan State University shootings that happened on 10-3 well they finally arrested a kid one was 17 years old and as of right now they're looking for another 18 year old called jermaine williams Uh, i hope that this kid gets his day in court we'll see how that turns out but for them to take almost two weeks to settle this matter is ridiculous first of all how is security letting a 17 and 18 year old on campus probably without identification If they were on campus, they should have signed in as a visitor. And then that visitor should have been ID'd because it would have been easier to link up those pictures, which were very clear of the suspects. Uh, You know, like I said, I feel horrible for the students who were shot. I don't know the circumstances behind it, but it's a horrific thing to take a bullet. It's a life changer, people. So Powerball had a winner last week. On 10-13, Powerball Saturday had a winner, and it was for $1.73 billion. But unfortunately, California won again. Five out of the last 10 major, major jackpots have all been won in the state of California. So you know how people run with stuff like that. They get all, a hey, conspiracy this, conspiracy that. Because a lot of these funds do go back into the state system. And why is it always California? I wish it, it could have been me. But it wasn't me. So life moves on. So I watched a little TV. Not a lot of TV. I watched The Irrational. That show dealt with a plane crash. The circumstances of the plane crash was the pilot. that error. did the pilot do this on purpose. It was a very interesting episode i also worked, watched american horror story now american horror story is so bad this season so bad that i literally have to finish off the season just to see where it goes i'm doing this out of spite to myself not because i'm enjoying it but out of spite so every episode they want to do something that kind of shocks you her uh the main character with blood or uh oh. Uh, What do you call that? Uh, A woman is pregnant and and she uh, miscarriages, so they have bloody uh, crotch scene. This episode had her eating a rancid, dead maggot-filled, dead raccoon. Just to shock and amaze you. I mean, really no story behind it. But we'll see where it goes from there. Say, Night Live has returned for the people who do not know. I believe some spice ice was the musical guest pete davidson was the host have i watched the show as of yet no i'll probably be watching it this morning before i get into my sports talk rate uh, tv but uh just to let you know if you haven't know uh, saturday night live has returned after a long layoff with the strike and everything so the usada announced they're ending their partnership with the ufc And Conor McGregor is going to re-enter the testing pool. Conor McGregor, you cannot convince me right now, him or Logan Paul have clean bodies. Uh, The muscularity on them is abnormal for these men, uh, especially with the lifestyles that they lead. I'm not saying they lead a bad lifestyle, but they lead a super busy lifestyle where they're here, there, and everywhere. And getting in the gym two hours a day and being that Thickly muscled. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you why I know anything about broid use, but I know a thing or two about roid use, and they don't either one of them look natural. Uh, Connor gets break after break after break after break. Maybe he brings in a lot of money, but this is an over $4 billion company. And I don't think they should be beholding to one person the way they are. I mean, I don't know who they're gonna do to get their to do the anti-doping testing. But I don't think it's fair. And if one day, God forbid, UFC has a roid freak kill somebody in the ring, it's going to be on their heads. We had a UFC card, by the way, this weekend. And the headliner was Edson Barbosa versus Sadiq Youssef. This was a very good fight. Barbosa won by unanimous decision. I thought the points were a little too Much in Barbosa's favor. I thought it was a little closer. It should have been a little closer on the cards. Sadiq went at him in the first round, rocked him hard. I mean, it was a good bout. Uh, Sadiq learned some lessons. He was in there with a veteran, 13 years experience, who took him into some deep waters because he had never experienced the fourth and the fifth rounds. So this is a learning experience. I expect Sadiq to actually get better as time goes on jennifer myers fought viviana a and a real one by unanimous decision that was an entertaining fight at periods at periods a just likes to sit and hold you and you know just be in dominant position and really do nothing but it was all right jonathan martinez fought uh adrian yannis or yancy and you know what he came up with a the proper pronunciation and i blew it and you know what some of these names are so hard for me from the ufc but he defeated martinez defeated him in his third round with leg kicks leg kicks he's actually jonathan martinez is one of only three people in the history of the ufc to have multiple stoppages due to leg kicks i would never want this guy to kick me that's for sure michael Priera beat andre Pedarowski by TKO of 106 in the first round. He just ran through him. Pereira moved up in weight to 185. He looked really good doing so. Uh, Maybe he'll be happy there as long as he doesn't do all those antics of flips, cartwheels, and nonsense like that, dancing in the ring and being gassed out by the middle of the second round. I think he'll be fine. Cameron Christian Rodriguez uh, defeated Cameron seaman by unanimous decision darren elkins defeated dj tj brown real naked choke uh 223 of the second round terence mckinney ran through brendan marat uh 20 seconds of the first round and when i mean ran through him it was like basically the first punch drop bing bang boom it's over ashley yoda lost to emily ducate by unanimous decision, uh, this was an all right card. I would say this was an all right card. Something to write home about? No, but it was entertaining enough. Now, next week, we have the lightweight championship UFC. I believe this is from Abu Dhabi. Israel makacherov was supposed to fight Charles Dubronks Olivera. Alexander Bokanowski is going to replace Charles Oliveira in this title match. Then your co-main event is Kazmet Chimaev versus Paulo Santos. But Paulo Paulo Santos, uh, Apollo Costa, I'm sorry, Paulo Costa had to be pulled from the fight due to an injury, so Kumar Usman is taking his place. So The main event and the co-main event both had to have tweaks to them due to injury to both of the combatants. On this card, you also got Johnny Walker going up against Magomed Ankalov. Wally Alves is going up against Agraem Alaskov. Said Magomedov is going up against Moon Garavar. Tim Elliott is fighting Muhammad Mascav. Muhammad Yaha is taking on Trevor Peak. Mike Brennan is taking on Ashlo Jabi. Uh, Sarah McAvelle is taking on Bruno Silva. Jin Fry is taking on Victoria Dukalovic. I told you these names are not easy in the UFC as much as I watch, you would think they would be stuck in my memory bank. But this is like not muscle memory being able to say some of these Muslim slash Russian names. But this is a pay-per-view event. Uh, the prelims are going to be on ESPN Plus. But the main card is going to be on pay-per-view from Abu Dhabi. I hope you enjoy it. Like I said, I just gave you the rundown. It should be interesting. Uh, And by the way. Islam Makhbashkov versus Alexander Volkov is their second time going at it. Alexander Volkov is a beast, people. He moved up in weight to take this bout. He put on a hell of a shoulder last time. Would I be surprised if he's a double champ and beat Islam? No, I would not. So I'm going to actually go for him in this bout. Kazmat Chiminov versus Kamal Usman, I want to see what Usman looks like coming out of a defeat. He was knocked out for his title. Uh, Hold on. When he lost to Leon Edwards, originally he was knocked out in the first fight. The second fight, I think he just lost in decision. I want to see if he does a little bit more to make these two guys make it into a wrestling match. I don't want a five-minute wrestling match because whoever wins this fight should be back in line for the title championship in the middleweight class. So we have baseball. We're in the playoffs. Houston Astros for the seventh straight year beat Minnesota to go to the AC ALCS. Atlanta lost three games to one to Philadelphia. And matter of fact, Houston swept Minnesota. Uh, Atlanta lost three to one to Philadelphia, three games to one. Baltimore lost to Texas and got swept by the Rangers, and the Rangers are going to be going to the ALCS for the first time since 2011. The Dodgers got swept by Arizona. So now we have the first game of the ALCS, and the Rangers beat the Houston Astros. So the Rangers are one game up. These are seven-game series. The Diamondback Philly series starts tonight. The New York Liberties won Game 3 of the WNBA Final, and they now are 2-1 and in this series. The next loss for the Liberty means they are done and the Aces are champions, but this game is also going to be in New York to see if they can make this thing go back to Vegas. Good luck, Liberty. I mean, New York's been waiting a long time for any form of a championship, and this would be sweet for the ladies to get their first title. So Justin Jefferson from the uh, Minnesota Vikings, the wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings has been put on injury reserve and he will be out at least four games. The Dolphins had to place their running back Devon a chain due to his knee on IR and he will be out at least four games. Colts quarterback, Anthony Richardson, the rookie he's on IR and will be out four games but now they came out with a report that the Colts are strongly considering season-ending soldier surgery for Mr. Richardson, and that might, you know, do it for him, period. Deshaun Watson missed Sunday's game against the 49ers. He's had to rehab his rotator cuff. He has some kind of contusion on his uh, rotator cuff. P.J. Walker started in his place. Now. Thursday's game. No, this was uh this was Sunday's game from England. Lamar Jackson threw for a touchdown and Tucker kicked six field goals and the Ravens beat the Titans in London 24-16. Tua Tagalova threw three touchdowns and he rallied the Dolphins past the Panthers. 42-21. The Panthers started this game off hot. I thought that they was they had Miami on their heels, but Miami turned things around quickly and they said, Hey, watch it, little boy. We grown ass men over here. You can't handle this smoke. The Jaguars beat uh the Colts and Garner Mishu 37-20. It's their ninth consecutive home victory for the Jaguars in this series against the Colts. Kirk Cousins threw for a touchdown. Jordan Hicks returned to fumble 42 yards for a score, and Minnesota knocked Justin Fields out of the game and beat the Bears 19 to 13. The Raiders held off the Patriots 21-17, but lost Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo to back injury. Garoppolo gets hurt weekly, people. Cooper Cup and Karen Williams scored second-half touchdowns in the Rams' 26-9 win over the Cardinals. uh, Jared Goff threw for 353 yards, two touchdowns, to lead the now 5-1 North NFC Division-leading Lions over the Buccaneers' 20-6. Reese Hall ran for a touchdown, uh, this kid Adams had an INT in late in the fourth quarter, and the Jets shot the Eagles 20 to 14. Uh this uh this was a really bad loss. Jalen Hurts had three interceptions. The Eagles are no longer undefeated. Uh and it also broke the record of the Eagles owning a 12 and zip wreck it against the jets the jets are now 12 and 1 against the eagles they can no longer say that we have dominated and owned this team forever and we have never suffered a loss the jets who did nothing but play dominant defense the offense stunk if you really think about it other than that give me touchdown at the end to haul the jets had just kicked field goals after field goals the Buffalo Bills hung on barely, and I mean barely, to beat the Giants 14-9. To Tonight, you got your cow, my Cowboys events, Los Angeles Chargers on Monday Night Football. Now, I want to wrap up this week by saying San Francisco lost their game. San Francisco had a chance to win this game, but... The field goal kicker who has one job, this was not like it was a 60-yard field goal. This dude missed a field goal that could have won the game. And I don't don't think this was maybe a 40-yarder, 45-yarder at the best. The conditions wasn't bad. I mean, it's a damn shame that these guys go out there. And San Francisco took a beating. Uh, Cleveland Browns defense was dominating in this game. They beat up McCafferty they beat up debo they beat up trent williams it was just that defense looked spectacular if i'm not mistaken the cleveland browns have the number 1 defense in all of the nfl and it showed and it looked like it this was a very weird week in the nfl very weird if i if you noticed these scores there was not a lot of dominating scores that's why i didn't give you a lot of stats it was defensive handling offenses teams that you thought would win were losing teams that you thought would lose were winning so both teams that were undefeated which was san francisco and philadelphia lost to what i thought were inferior opponents but any given sunday because the jets won and cleveland browns won and cleveland browns won with a backup quarterback the jets won without two of their starting defensive backs which made no sense. Now, week seven is coming up. And in week seven, the bye teams of the Carolina Panthers, Cincinnati Bengals, Dallas Cowboys, Houston Texans, New York Jets, and Tennessee Titans. Thursday night game, you got Jacksonville going into New Orleans. I'm taking Jacksonville to win this game. You got the Raiders going into Chicago. And I forgot to mention, Justin Fields, got dinged up again. I don't know if he's going to be out. I'm going to take the Raiders. It depends on if Garoppolo returns, but they should handle the Bears. The Cleveland Browns defense is too much for Indianapolis. Even though Indy's at home, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns to win this game. The Buffalo Bills will do enough to beat the New England Patriots. New England is really bad, people. Washington Commanders are going into New York to play the Giants. I think the Commanders just have too much offense. At least they have an offense. New York has zero offense. Saquon Barkley did return last night, but we don't know if Daniel Jones will be back. So Tyrod Taylor can't be trusted, so I'm taking Washington in this game. The Atlanta Falcons are going into Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a decent team. They didn't get blown off the field So uh, against Detroit, which is a solid team. But Atlanta's going to play you tough. Atlanta's going to play you hard. But I'm going to take Tampa Bay at home in this game. Detroit Lions is going into Baltimore to play the Ravens. I'm sticking with Detroit. The Ravens are schizophrenic. I don't like how they're playing. I don't like how they're looking. I don't know what you can call them. You can't call them a passing team. You can't call them a running team, per se. I don't know how their offense clicks. It's it's Justin Tucker's foot. And a couple of runs here and there by uh, Lamar Jackson. And that's not going to be enough to beat a Detroit Lion team. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going into L.A. to play the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams to win this game. The Cardinals are going into Seattle to play the Seahawks. I'm going to go with the Seahawks at home. They should be out for revenge and vengeance since Seahawks lost this week. The Packers are going into Denver to play the Broncos. You know what? I'm going to take Denver in this game. I mean, you know, it's just a hard one. Love is not playing very well. Denver stinks. This is a game I'm so glad I don't have to see, but I'm going to take the Broncos at home. And the Chargers are going to play their division rival, Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. I'm going to have to go with Kansas City. One of these games, Kansas City's offense is going to have to look like Kansas City's offense. In a very good game, Sunday night, you got the Dolphins going into Philadelphia to play the Eagles. No way the Eagles have back-to-back bad games the way they did versus the Jets. I don't think the AFC East is going to dominate them, but this should be a highly entertaining game. You got Philadelphia's run-pass offense versus the Dolphins' run pass offense. But I give the advantage to Philly's defense. We shall see. The 49ers play Monday night versus the Minnesota Vikings. 49ers should be. You know, as long as they can get McCaffrey back, as long as they can get Debo back, they should be able to run through the Vikings, who will not have Justin Jefferson. So I'm going to pick San Francisco 49ers to win this game. Pain is universal. That's that one thing that bonds all human beings. There's so many things, and we went through some of them that separate us. But the one thing that we can all relate to is pain, emotional, physical, psychological. It happens everywhere. It's going to happen almost to every human being. So it's a relatable situation, no matter the religion, the society, the culture, the lack of in ex, uh, excess of money means ways and things it's the one thing because we can't all say that we relate because religion our religions are different you could be on a block in new york city and on that block you could have 50 different religions you understand 50 different types of food 50 different people going to emotional problems but 50 different kind of emotional problems. I appreciate you. I really enjoy you taking your time out of your day to spend some of it with me. I always welcome your comments, your feedback, anything that you feel that you could offer by sharing, liking, commenting. I I respect that. I, I enjoy that. I appreciate that. I appreciate you once again taking the time out of your day to listen to this total stranger that you have no reason to do so other than that you did it. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.